Welcome to the Jeff and Alex podcast. I am Jeff Hillemeyer, and with my friend, Alex Gonzalez, we explore topics that help you be your best self. And we also get to chat with some great guests. So join us now on the Jeff and Alex podcast. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. And this is Alex Gonzalez. I'm here with Jeff Hillemeyer right next to me. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm good this morning. How are you? All right. Very good. So we're here for number two. Hopefully our millions, our millions of listeners from our first episode are wanting a second one. We, we got organized. I don't know how we did it. Exactly. If you call this organized, I would not want to see what disorganized looks like. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's, let's, let's kind of get into this, Jeff, because, you know, um, uh, you know, we had a great conversation talking about uh, entrepreneurism and corporate and kind of the differences. But, but one of the things I think um, I'd like to talk a little bit about, and let me start out by asking you this, what is your purpose? Mm, yeah. And, and, and so what, first of all, let me stop. What is your purpose? And we'll kind of dig into what that means. Yeah. So I have a personal purpose and then my companies have their own purpose, of course. So my, my personal purpose is to have an outsized positive impact on the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that came from a few different places. The genesis being that I, I tend to feel like I um, have, am one of the more privileged people um, in the world um, for for no real good reason. But um, you know, there's uh, there's things about me that I didn't do. I'm a man. I'm white. I'm straight. You know, like I'm I, I, I've never um, put down upon because of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, learning that, you know, um, about ten years back. Uh, helped me to see that, you know, while I, I like to think I've worked hard and had tough times and whatnot, I've always had a leg up. And so I said, you know what, that's not right. And so I have to use that advantage for good, partly to try to get rid of that advantage. But at the very least, I need to make sure that if, you know, what I'm putting out into the world makes a positive impact. So, so I generally live my life by that, that personal purpose. How about you? And well, you well, it's interesting because uh, you guys like well, when I was thinking about asking that question, I said, "Well, what is you know what is my purpose?" And I, and I do have one. I you know I you know just so I, I don't change it on the on the fly. You know, inspire people to dream big, think creatively, and make transformative change, which really is in the roots of of being uh, you know this whole focus I have on innovation and all that, and but really about change and people and being transformative. And I realized it could apply beyond just business, but also to people, to individual beliefs. But here's the thing, I, which my bet would be, if you ask most people that question, I mean, we're both kind of getting into this whole business of how do we help communicate, coach people, and so forth, or or whatever it is. So that's probably why we're able to have something. But my guess is most people, if you ask that, they wouldn't they wouldn't have a a, a a personal purpose at least. Yeah. No. And I, and again, until I don't know, 35, I didn't either. Um, and, and I think I probably thought it was, um, I don't know. I probably thought that back in the day, like, Oh, that's not important. You know, like I got my goals. I'm going to go after what I'm going after and all that stuff's just touchy feely. But, um, ever since really landing on it and then putting it, um, putting purpose into work at my companies. Um, it's just life changing. So when I give talks to um, any sort of leadership or entrepreneurship groups, I'm always starting with, no matter what, please find your purpose. And I give recommendations on how to do that because no matter what I'm telling them, that if they do that, that's going to be the thing that changes their life more than any tip or trick I give. 
So what happened at 35? What, what, what kind of all of a sudden made you decide? Was it someone like, was it a, another Jeff, an older Jeff Hellemeyer <laughs> giving, giving a speech about purpose or what? what? You know what? Um, uh, a good friend of both of ours, Ken Bernhardt, um, yeah. has been an advisor of mine for a long, long time. And um, I actually thought I wanted to go get an MBA. Um, I had sold my first company, was toward the end of selling, uh, toward the end of the lifespan of the second company. And so we were going to sell that. And I, I asked Ken, I said, you know, I'd, I really think I ought to, you know, get some learning because, you know, I, I, I really started my first business in college. So, you know, second half of college, I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to build a business and I just kept thinking, oh, maybe I need to learn some more. And Ken said, you should go through Leadership Atlanta. And, um, and so I did. Um, and it was that experience. The first real thing that happens in Leadership Atlanta is you go through a uh, a two-day race awareness weekend yeah. run by Al Vivian, who's the son of um, Reverend Dr. C.T. Vivian, who was, you know, right there with Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and so th- it was that weekend where I sat next to my classmates. There's 80 people in the class um, to my um, specifically my black classmates and hearing their stories of the things that they've had to struggle with in their lives, the things that they're still struggling with today that I've right. never I'd never had. And so as that sort of whole ball of, of yarn started to unravel, I just started researching and reading and realizing, oh my gosh, I've been living in a bubble. I, I don't have to deal with so many things. I can just focus. And, and so that just changed everything. And, and the more I leaned into that, I just realized that um, I need to be part of positivity. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, like this, I think that by the way, it makes it more authentic. It was a moment. I think that's always a trick about this purpose because we're mm-hmm. going to go around and tell people what is your purpose, what's your, you know, what is yeah. it, and and but you know being authentic. I mean, because because for me, it, you know, which by the way, that's I think we're pretty special in how you found your purpose and talk about it being so relevant right now as well too. Um, but I think it's beautiful that since thirty five, you've been having a purpose. It is, it is as relevant today as it, as it was then, mm-hmm. um, and um, but. You know, for you, you know, to me, it's a, it's, it's so easy right now, or well, anytime, anytime in your career, whether you're about to go into college, or you're, you know, trying to think about your mid career, second career, third career, fourth career, whatever. It's so easy to just float in the wind, and yeah, and and it's, I think, purpose is important. And, and, you know, we probably, you know, you're kind of nailing, going to st- stick with personal purpose because I, I definitely want to get to organizational purpose and how it ties to vision and strategy and all that. Cause I think that's really important. But, you know, my whole view has always been as leaders, you need to figure out yourself out, you know, if you're going to lead organizations or lead transformation and change, which is kind of my whole thing. It's like, how do we help leaders do that? And purpose, I think, uh, personal purpose allows you to say no, mm-hmm. allows you to say yes in a big way, allows you to say yes in a way when people don't understand why you're saying yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's a big reason for why it's important to have personal purpose. But I can see why it could be tricky that if you're, you know, if, if you're particularly, if you're in a big company, I could see someone say, so, you know, my purpose is to, you know, do what my company tells you. And that, and that's, and, that, and I'm sure you probably see that as well too. That, and that's, I think a little tricky. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I found too is like, for instance, I've, um, eventually everyone at Dragon Army will know um, their personal purpose. But, but for now, just my leadership team has gone through exercises to figure out what that yeah. is. And, you know, uh, they're not, you know, I, I'm ultimately the CEO and so I'm running the company and um, yet within the company, they're able to find ways to put their purpose to mm -hmm. um, work and bring it to life. Um, I do think you're right. I think it's, it's very easy to start to say, well, how am I, how am I going to do that? I don't really control my destiny all the time, but I think you actually do. Um, there's, you know, this, um, it's one thing to find your purpose. It's, it's sort of another thing to really believe it's why yeah. you're here. And then it's a third thing to put it into action, to do the things you're talking about, to be able to say no, um, to, to things that are hard. Um, you know, but which could potentially mean walking away from jobs totally or, yeah. and, and, and so, and you know, this kind of space of change leaders and in, in, in particularly in big companies, so, you know, that sometimes our chief strategy officers or marketing officers or general managers there at a certain point in time, you know, I, I love that group because they're the ones who, who, in many cases, are the ones charged of driving some sort of change. Mm -hmm. And to me, like understanding your purpose, which I help hopefully should tie into what it means for your family, what it means for your community, what it means also, and obviously for your company. Because mm -hmm. I tell some people, you know, and if your purpose is to drive change, you know, maybe you have, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this last week as well. Maybe you have a two-year horizon in your company and that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Now, your purpose, now, you know, there's a lot of things to, to make sure you're able to, you know, walk away or move on to different companies. You've got to prepare for that. But, but I think that's where purpose what I would hate to see is if someone without understanding their personal purpose, then feel stuck yeah, years later right. and then don't, don't feel purposeful and then are a victim to right. whatever the bigger company does. I think that um, I could make the argument that it's actually even more important for people in a corporation, people who, you know, a leadership job or something that aren't running their own company, but working for a big corp. I could almost make the argument that it's more important for them to have their purpose sure. um, because you know, it's easier when you're controlling your own destiny um, and, and moving towards something you're passionate about. You feel it inside. You're excited about it. Whether you've articulated a purpose or not, you're probably living it out almost anyway. But if you can find that while you're working for a corporation, um, it will give you that sense of, you know, I, I, I feel empowered. I feel excited. I'm doing things that make me feel good. And I just, you know, I think that you, you know, so take my purpose, uh, outsized positive impact. If I were a CMO at a corporation, I mean, I would have potentially a hundred people reporting up to me. Um, yeah. I'd have a, a way to bring the brand to life. You know, I could inspire those people to be happier. You know, that's bigger than my company right now. So I just think you can find ways to bring it to life. But to your point, it's, it's so fulfilling and it's so rewarding to know and, and believe you're here for a reason and you're living into that. Um, it's the one regret I have of my career. Like everything I, I feel like, you know, I made tons and tons of mistakes, but I use those to get better and to learn. And so they always lead to something better. But the one thing I wish I had done was find my purpose earlier in life. Cause I just feel like I would have been, I would have been so much more effective and felt so much better about the work I was doing. And I would argue though, you know, what you're, um, 
purposes when you were 35 and you found that and you've been and it's been consistent one is my, my i'd imagine there's an evolution of how you interpret that purpose mm-hmm. too right mm-hmm. so i would also argue you know I, I think it's you know look i have um you know as you know uh teenage and young adult uh, you know boys and so we talk about purpose even sometimes we don't use the word uh, particularly for um, as they're going into college and understanding, you know, this dilemma, what shouldn't I major be? And, you know, I've always talked about, well, you know, this is to me, college is more about finding your purpose and finding trade skills. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of parents will, you know, uh, disagree with me vehemently about that, but that's fine. Yeah. It is about finding skills, but I think there's also a chance to really discover who you are. And I'm like, you know, it's going to, it's going to evolve. Um, and, 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 and it, you know, your life experience will change it as well, too. Um, but, but going to the, you know, organizational side, I, I agree with you. I think of bigger companies, understanding your purpose, and sometimes even understanding how, what is your purpose within the organization? Because I, I think there could be kind of, kind of uh, you know, layers of purpose, yeah. you know, your overall purpose. Then you could go in and say, what's my purpose within the company here? That's yeah. true to my values, my per, my value system. And look, and, and I, I hear a lot, and I've lived in these matrix organizations, which aren't going to go away. Some people complain about it, the bureaucratic. I think matrix organizations, you know, when you have two bosses you're reporting to, are some of the most powerful and one of the, one of the things that, frankly, allow leaders to be entrepreneurial. Because you're, you're, if, you, if you think about it, you're not, you, you know, it's not about making this person happy or this person's happy about being true to what the purpose of the company is. So if you find what your purpose is, this is my purpose in the company, you know, it allows you to kind of break through the, what some people be perceived as bureaucracy. So, so yeah, I, and I, I 100% agree with you. That's one of the points I make in the five day turnaround um, yeah. is it's less about the person, um, but it's more about your team. So, so you can run a team within a large corporation and you can figure out what the purpose is of your team. Um, it obviously has to ladder up to the bigger purpose of the organization. But if you can bring that to life for your team, it will operate more like a startup. Yeah. People will really start to believe. And again, you will feel like you're making an impact as a leader. So I agree. I, th- I think I think purpose is is the the biggest missing ingredient in corporations, in leadership. Um, and it's it's just to me like it's right there for you and, and most people have it inside. It's just pulling it out. And then it's always finding that balance, how to execute within, with outside, what you do, you know, uh, you know, even outside of your organization. One one example that, you know, and I feel like we'll probably use our name almost every show, but, you know, one example, um, you know, we, we had in the Disruptor Studio, and you specifically asked uh, a little while back, Kat Cole, the mm-hmm. question of what is your purpose? And, you know, it was you know, it's fascinating um, with her, not so much because of her response, but it's really, it's essentially to help people do, uh, you know, make, pull, pull the best potential out of themselves. Right. Right. But she's in a great example. When people talk about how big organizations, you can't be purposeful or whatever. She is so true to her purpose in terms of her family, her, her views in terms of social impact, mm-hmm. her views within the company and helping, um, the franchises that her company, you know, support, um, she's extremely purposeful and is able to, to make it come to, to, to action. So I love when you asked that question to her, Disruptor Studio, because it came through, it's passionate, it's authentic. 
And then when you step back, she's like, man, because of that, she's able to navigate and take some of that personal risk within a big company to be true to purpose, but she's also being smart, understanding there's certain things that she needs to do to make things right for her company and do it right and still be true to her purpose. And, but also acknowledging there's sometimes conflicts within herself and how do we resolve that? And I think that's one thing that people sometimes don't realize is being on purpose doesn't mean you're not conflict free. Yes. Oh, in fact, that's... if anything, it should introduce a lot of conflict. And, oh, and that's what makes you a better person and help the people around you be better is you're resolving this conflict. It's being innovative yeah. in yourself. That's right. I'll, I'll tell you that the, probably the, one of the biggest impacts that finding my purpose has had on me was the, um, the boards that I'm involved in, the nonprofit mm-hmm. boards. Um, and, and an example, um, I used to join boards because um, certainly I wanted to do some good, but also they were prestigious or right. there were so many great people on them. Or, you know, there's a couple of, in Atlanta anyway, where we are, there's a couple of boards that if you get on them, it's like sort of a badge, like that, that's a hard board to get on. You right. <laughs> um, and actually, um, you know, last year I, I, uh, I dropped off one of those boards Um not because I didn't believe in what they were doing, but because I wasn't able to make uh, an outsized positive impact by yeah. being on that board. Um, it was too big. It was sort of too powerful. I was, I was just attending meetings and I just at a certain point was like, I'm not making an impact. I'm not helping them. And, and instead I joined a, a very small, very underfunded board, um, the CT Vivian Leadership Institute, mm. which is allowing me to help in causes that are impactful and in, in sort of my journey, but also I can actually make a big difference. You know, I'm, I'm, it's a small group saying no to that board was really hard. Um, but it's something that I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. I, I think that's a, I think it's a good call. And you know, it's funny, uh, years ago when I first moved to Atlanta, I had a, a, a friend, a CEO friend, uh, tell me, so, Hey, you be careful. Because we're talking about joining different boards. Once you join one, it's, and you know, and here in Atlanta, it, it's it's a very yeah. efficient system on getting to also join twenty. Once you join one, and so, that's right. So, which is great too, because there's so many wonderful organizations that uh, to be part of. But that, but I I agree. It's a great example, and it's it's is um. Now, you know, part of it could be, you know, joining a certain board might be right to be on purpose, also to perhaps your career purpose, whatever. Yeah. So it could be, but I, but I do think then this is where, depending on where you are in your career, there's a point mm-hmm. where like, yeah, being on this board is good exposure, but at, not at this point where I need to worry about this as a career step. So am I on this yeah. board because I need to, you know, create that outsized impact on whatever it is they're doing. So hundred percent agree with you. So let's, let's maybe shift a little bit then um, to the aspect of organizational purpose. So I think, you know, if one is there's a reconciliation of personal purpose, which I think is extremely important and is, you know, you're able to transport to wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Organizational purpose, um, I think is, very important and we're hearing a lot of companies now be purposeful or mm-hmm. be purpose driven and i think it means a lot i do believe that purpose of a company drives their vision drives their strategy but you have to you know but there is an element there's so much value for purpose but i do think it can get really muddied on the organization depending on what it is and so i know you have a purpose for dragon Ar- dragon army or you think of purpose for dragon army mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Dragon Army's purpose is to inspire happiness through positive relationships, impactful work, and doing good. And we really work hard to live into that purpose. I will tell you, I'm a little Holden Caulfield about corporate purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit like everybody's got one and almost no one's really, really focused on it. And look, I understand because especially the bigger the corporation, the, the, the more important, the, the shareholders, the, um, you know, if you're a public company, it's hard to be true to a purpose. Um, and I see very few examples. Um, I see Patagonia, I see Ben and Jerry's. Um, I don't see a lot of other ones that I really think live toward that purpose and are willing to, uh, be controversial, um, toward it. I get, I get disenfranchised. I went to, um, I've been to some events where it's, you know, purpose-driven companies and things of that nature. And you, you, you know, five minutes talking to someone, you realize it's not actually, they're there to network. They're not Mm -hmm. necessarily there because they really have a purpose they're living into. And maybe I'm naive to think that more companies should be doing it. But what bothers me is that too many act like they have one and they put out these big press releases and stuff and they maybe you know, put a, put a donation out there, but they don't day to day. They're not doing things that really lean into that purpose. So I'm, I'm pretty cynical of, of all things. I'm pretty cynical about this um, in terms of corporations. Yeah. And I, I think um, that's also are, are, do they have a purpose? Are they, perp- are they, perp- do they have a purpose or are they purpose driven, which I think are almost are related yeah. to different things. Right. right. Um, because I think you could have some companies out there that could have a purpose but not be purpose driven in terms of having an impact beyond shareholder value. Right. And I think a lot of the companies you talk about, it's, you know, an, an, an impact beyond just shareholder value. There's a lot of stakeholders. Now it, there is definitely I think a lot of companies are looking into that, but I think who's authentic to it. Another company I'll give you, we have an example too, um, is with MailChimp uh, here in Atlanta, um, very purpose purpose driven around, um, what they do for small businesses. And, you know, you s- s- saw the story in the beginning as COVID came in, in terms of the response they had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, we've been fortunate to both know, you know, Ben uh, Chestnut. And, and in fact, uh, maybe we'll put a link here, but I, I just literally, just, we just dropped an article about power of purpose. Talk about Kat, talk about Ben. Yep. And and for him, it's it's so much you know, the, the organization, their vision, their purpose, their vision is so much about empowering small businesses that everything they do focuses on that. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and as he says, you know, um, you know, then it influences their culture and, and, and that's, you know, that's what influences strategy. And so it's all this connectivity, but sometimes at times of crisis when you see it's when it really comes to work. That's and, right. um, and uh, during, um, you know, as, as COVID hit, um, and you see their response to it and staying true to it. And also his responses to in terms of as a business, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, we're not going to do medium sized businesses. You know, we're not going to do, I mean, we're, this is, is a, and we're going to keep building that platform. So I think that definition of what purpose means to a company is, there's some variation there. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, and I think what's unique about MailChimp, I mean, they must be one of the larger companies in the country that don't have essentially don't have shareholders beyond the two founders. That is true. Um, and, and I think regardless, um, Ben and Dan would 
would lead the company with their purpose and, and be, even if they had a board of, you know, shareholders and stuff. But I think that's one of the reasons they, they never wanted to have that because they, it allowed them to build the company they wanted to build. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I wish more companies could and would do it. Um, but what, what, what I, what I also don't like is just, I, I wish less would act like they're doing it. Yeah, um, It's just disingenuous. And, and so many young people today are looking for companies that really stand for something. And I feel like they probably get in on the, the promise of that and they start to realize, oh, that's not really, not really living this here. And, and that's why you see, you know, the, the um, turnover so high among millennials at companies because I think they're looking for something more and they're just not getting it. Um, and yeah. it's just it's too bad because it's, it's honestly been, been so impactful for my company since I learned to put purpose into them. So the success comes with it. Um, but you have to believe it at the very top level. And I think that's, that's where it's the biggest miss. Well, and I guess that's the connectivity too, is, uh, which I think this is why purpose needs to help shape and influence, you know, obviously vision, you know, the overall vision and strategy of the, of, of the organization. And again, I think some people will interchange purpose and vision. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you think about that in terms of with the company, but I think you could argue, you know, some people might interchange it, but I, I would say it influences it. And ultimately, the strategy, the set of tactics you need to do. My guess is for these, and knowing how strategy works in some of these organizations, it takes, because you might have the most, you know, even a purposeful CEO, whatever. You know, there's so many constituents, so many people you got to influence that, you know, mm-hmm. is, it, is it a matter of time? Now, you're seeing more of that now more than ever. And I agree with you. I think the biggest challenge are those that are doing it in reaction versus doing it out yes. of authenticity. Yeah. And, but I think there's, I don't dispute that there might be some more leaders wanting that. I think perhaps a new generation of, you know, strategy consulting and vision consulting, whatever it is, or, or people who drive those operationalized within companies is going to be, how do we now take this thing mm-hmm. and um, this purpose and incorporate it into where it's going to create a bunch of conflicts in terms of, just one singular purpose of shareholder value. Cause I think what you're talking about is having a purpose that's beyond just pure shareholder value. That's right. Yeah. And that's, you know, so B corporations um, are really interesting to me and, and I'm taking dragon army down the path of becoming a B corporation and the difference between a B and a C C corporation says this company exists to increase shareholder value. That's, that's at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But what that means is that's in conflict with, doing things that are better for the community, but don't necessarily drive shareholder value. Um, doing quote unquote, the right thing, even if it doesn't uh, directly drive shareholder value. B corporations say, I think they say there's five different stakeholders. Shareholders right. are one, your partners is another, your, your employees is another, um, your community, and then the environment. And so it allows a leader to say, okay, we're going to make this decision because it's affecting four of our stakeholders immediately. Long-term, it'll help our shareholders, but not today. We're going to be less profitable because we're going to invest in this new technology or something, but we know it's better for the environment. So it gives that freedom. Um, I believe Ben & Jerry's is a B corporation. Um, And so that to me is where you're putting your, your money where your mouth is. So you can say you're purpose-driven, you can say you're better for the world, but if you're a B Corp, you're actually sort of forced to do those things, which I find really interesting. I think it'll be interesting, though, to see, uh, the, even for those that aren't B Corp, with 
you know, where we are today as, you know, with talent and, and with multi-generational evolutions of leadership. And I think the reality is, is connectivity to doing things that's right for the community, stakeholders, environment, whatever it might be, is good for the shareholders. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see the evolution. Look, I mean, you know, not to pick on any particular company, but obviously sustainability is 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 a massively growing area, and and not just from corporations, but you have you have that within it. Um, yet, so but the reality is they're doing it because now they realize if we don't deal with these sustainability issues or our impact on the environment, or whatever, uh, you know, over the course of five, ten years, it's going to have a detriment, not just in public perception, but in real, you know, impact to our business. And so much so that, you know, like when we're college shopping, I mean, sustainability degrees and all that, they're, they're becoming a big, you know, a, a yeah. big item for talent coming out. So I think there is definitely you're seeing the realization of that. I think it's going to be interesting to see particularly big companies as, you know, the new generations of CEOs come in, how they implement that. But I think it does come back that perhaps one of the things I think that helps I think purpose helps at the individual and business level is purpose is what makes authenticity fuel. The students we discussed, Ben and Kat, um, and, and we could go on to so many others. I mean, I'll give you another great, great example of a leader that uh, we both know in the Atlanta area of Jay Bailey and Russell Center for Innovation Entrepreneurship. You know, Jay, Jay runs that um, because he authentically believed in his purpose and it is so authentic and it is his personal purpose too, in terms of growing and, uh, you know, black entrepreneurship in a big way yep. that, that, I, and, and I guess what, what I going back to how purpose drives authenticity, clearly it's, 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 it's good. And clearly there's a reason for it to exist, but he is so purposeful on it and the organization so purposeful the authenticity just literally oozes out of jay when you yeah. talk to him and so i think you know the you know one of the things in talking to so many leaders particularly change leaders and when they're purpose driven and purpose again it could be a wide range high social impact a high economic impact or somewhere in between absolutely yep uh it is what ultimately i think makes leaders and then thus companies you know authentic yeah. And I think authenticity is the, is, is the variable that draws people yes. to get inspired, inspired to go on that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Authenticity. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the best words for what we're talking about because it requires honesty, but it also requires something deeper. Um, and the authentic leader I think is really interesting. Um, and, and your purpose as a leader doesn't have to be the exact same as the company you built or that you're working for, but it can't be in conflict. Yeah. Um, and I, I sort of believe, you know, what you do in your free time, what you do with your work, what you do with your family, those things have to allow you to live your purpose. If they're in conflict, then there's some sort of, then there's some sort of issue. Um, yeah. so, um, I think you're right. Authenticity is, is, is the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and it's, you know, and all these leaders that we talk to, it's, it's the, it's the, you know, to me it's the X factor that they have. And, and there's always some, you know, and, and some of the, you know, the, the, the leaders, 
may not have, uh, you know, as clearly stated as a purpose, particularly as yours. And, and sometimes I think they're, they have a purpose and don't even mm-hmm. realize it. I mean, they, or they do, or they don't state it or don't know how to articulate it. But I think so much about being authentic um, to who they are, which by the way, presents a whole bunch of different variables as well too. And I think, you know, I think that's particularly if you're younger and whether it's an entrepreneur organization or a big organization, there's this conflict now of, I need to be authentic to myself yet, you know, how do you then deal where sometimes doing that puts you in conflict to something mm-hmm. your organization is does. And I don't know if you've had issues with, you know, within, you know, your organization or others that you may have worked with where, People are like, I want to do this, but it's totally off strategy to what you're doing. You know, now sometimes I'm like, well, maybe you're not in the right place. Yeah. Right? Right. If you want, or maybe you, you have a purpose to, to help drive change in that, but there better be some other people with you on that journey to drive that as well, too. If you're coming in new to a company, yeah. it's different coming in with an authentic purpose that the board buys into when you're mm-hmm. in your career running an organization versus you're about to become a developer first or second job and you know you fundamentally believe in something different from the company there's some reconciliation you got to do definitely you know what's interesting is i've had um i've had a couple of people leave who um were at dragon army um let's say a few years before um we really started leaning into our purpose um and then it became a place that maybe they weren't comfortable any longer right um, that it was like all right this is too you know, civic oriented, or this is too, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to do my, I just want to do my code or I just want to do my work. Um, now I think what's happened is we're so public about it. Um, and I'm so public about it that if somebody made it through the interview process, took the job at dragon army and then was surprised by all of this, um, I think that would be shocking to me. I think now we're getting people in who, who see it and believe it and say, okay. And then hopefully what happens is it, it just gets reinforced along the way. So then when they're in, they're like, yeah, this is part of the reason I came here. I think it's when we, when we switched up at that, that point gotcha. became where a few people were like, uh, this is uh, a little culty. <laughs> yeah. We talk about our purpose so much. Um, and, and the idea of inspiring happiness, um, when we have our annual meeting at the end of the year, that's what we measure. Um, yeah. our strategic pillars are based on how are we going to live into our purpose better the, fo- the, the, the following year. So it, it, it's very much wrapped up in everything we do. Um, but I, it would be hard to, to, to get a job at Dragon Army and not realize that. So I think the more you can live it out and the more you can be public about it and the more you can talk about it all the time and infuse it into your culture, it, it, it reduces the amount of friction you'll have with team members because they just know, oh, well, this is who we are and this is why I'm here. So how do you translate that to investors? I guess, well, I guess two questions, investors yeah. <clears throat> and then customers. Why, why should it, I, I could see why a customer could, could, should and would care. Yeah. But then, interestingly, interestingly, but then, it's, then what they want, what is, you know, well, show me how you're going to develop X, you know, how, so how does it translate, particularly those two constituents? And by the way, the investor one, I think is the trickiest one. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that because customers could be, because that could also potentially limit, uh, you know, potential funnels. But investors is the one I think right now going back to large companies. Yeah. I think that's the bridge to translate to being purposeful is good for my multi-billion dollar company that's and right. my millions of shareholders will get that. We'll see the returns of that. So how do you translate that? Yeah, I think for investors, so it's a little different for me because my investors are all, um, 
they're on board. Um, they yeah. support me. They, they believe. And, and also I'm delivering results. So I think that's, if, if you're purpose focused to the point where you're not delivering results, I think that's where it can be in conflict. But I'd go back to like, again, if someone's going to invest in a company like Ben and Jerry's, um, you know what you're getting. You know they're going to send an email out that's all about criminal justice and is not about selling ice cream, and you ha- you have to know that, or you, you're you know you're not a very uh, well informed investor. So, uh, but you have to deliver results. So one of the things that we talk about at Dragon Army is um, striving for operational excellence. It's one of our core tenets against our vision, and. I talked to the team, not, not, not about we need to grow and be profitable because, you know, I need a good story to tell my investors, but because, um, our ability to live into our purpose is, is directly impacted by how successful we are. So the more team members we have, the more revenue we have, the more profit we have, the more good we can do, the more happiness we can inspire. So I, I've, I've brought those two things together. Um, I think if your if your purpose doesn't require or infuse growth, I think that will be very hard for shareholders. The harder thing for me has been bringing our purpose to life to prospective clients in a way that's meaningful that they say, "Oh, that's a reason I want to work with Dragon Army." It helps on on the backside. So working with a client. They start to understand our heart and we're, you know, obviously focused on inspiring their happiness. So it helps with retention, but I actually don't know if it's been a positive yet in the pitch process of looking for new clients. Um, and that's been a little bit disappointing for me because I thought that it would be, but you talk about CMOs and marketing in particular and, you know, 18 to 24 months, they've got to get results right away. Yeah. They're not, I don't know that they're always as interested. And, and you and I know some really amazing CMOs that are interested in partners that have yeah. heart and, and are good for the world, but it's not always the case. So I actually find it harder with new clients than I do any other sort of constituency group. And that might be okay, though, because I, I think, um, you know, you almost wonder if your purpose, particularly if it's a broader purpose and just, you know, Mm-hmm. I mean, there could be the, a company could have a purpose. You could argue it's a vision and we're going to be the best design company in the world or whatever, something like that, which to me is more of a vision, but that, that might sell, but you could argue with, particularly with what I do with purpose of having an, an outsized impact. So it's not just about, you know, the business itself, but the community that if it's so marketable, that it's the reason why, you know, you're doing it just because it makes customers come in that maybe that maybe that's not an authentic purpose anymore. Totally. But, totally. but I think, but my gut, my, well, my belief is that, um, you know, being purpose driven in that, in the case you're talking about helps get some of the best talent, helps people, you know, Definitely. drive and helps, you know, keep people yeah. on board. And we're seeing that with, and you know, and it's interesting because I think there's this fuzzy area is, you know, being purposeful, being culturally driven, you know, this is something that I like to explore a lot. What are the more culturally driven organizations? I I think all companies will say they have a culture and all companies do have a culture. Yeah, right. <laughs> just may not, may not have a good culture. And I think those that are very deliberate about shaping culture. That area I would argue is blends into purpose. And mm-hmm. in fact, you have to have a purpose to drive culture. And going back to, we were just talking about MailChimp, probably people well known for its culture and they have, you know, so many people want to be part of the organization as a result. Now, so does someone in their case sign up and click to, to um, 
be a client of theirs because of that? Maybe some, but I bet you not. I mean, a lot of them then doing it because it's an easy, efficient platform, whatever it is. And right. so I think there's a little bit, but I, but the investor thing I think is interesting because in your case, it's part of your, you, 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 they, they kind of get it. They kind of get that spectrum of, of what this means, but something I think real important, which I think, you know, it's worth kind of reiterating being purposeful does not translate to it gives me a pass to not make money. That's right. That's right. Yep. And I, and I think the, <clears throat> it is important whether you're a culturally rich, whatever that means for your company organization, or even in your own career, you got to get results. So this is my purpose, but I, you know, right. I have to get some sort of results. So I got a good land customer and, and, and that might mean that you do things that, I, well, I, w- I shouldn't say there's certain value. Then you understand your value system. There's certain things that you absolutely will not do because those fit within my values. Right. But, but I might end up doing some work that, yeah, maybe it was part of that my, not intent of my strategy, but I have to do it because I got to get results as well too. So I mean, would you agree with that? that you, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, w- I would say the, the purpose of the organization should not be um, simply profit, but without that, you can't, activate any real purpose. Like if yeah. your business is constantly, this is sort of like part of what I tell our team is like, if we're not running the business well and we're constantly in a state of crisis and we're worried about the next month and lines of credit and all these things, then we can't possibly live yeah. into our purpose of inspiring happiness. We're distracted by, so you have to build a stable business. And then again, the, the I, 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 it'd be hard for me to see where this wouldn't be the case, that the bigger you are, the more of an impact you can make on your purpose. Yeah. Really, I, I couldn't even imagine a purpose that would require you to be smaller because you can, right. <laughs> you can lean in, you know, you can literally write bigger checks. Whatever your purpose is as a company, it probably is better if you're bigger and healthier. And so that's the way we look at it. Not we're here to be, you know, profitable and to, to you know, give our shareholders big returns that will happen because it's required for our bigger purpose. Yeah. And I, and I think so much of it is not using purpose as an excuse to not do or not lean into the conflict it creates. Cause I think what makes an innovative leader, a good leader, which to me, any good leader is an innovative leader, right? I mean, they're, they're constantly driving changes. There's a inherent right, but conflict. not the opposite, but not the opposite. An innovative leader is not necessarily a good leader. Well, that is, that is a very good point. Right. And um, right. Right. Because you can make a lot of trade-offs that aren't healthy. But I think one that's particularly purposeful and, and authentic, going back to that word authentic, um, will make those, will we'll, we'll understand I need to lean into this conflict where these things don't seem like they belong together, being more profitable in this segment and my purpose. But mm-hmm. how you reconcile that. And that's where I think sometimes the most beautiful solutions get created. Totally. And and I think we're definitely in business. And I think the world in general, we get so much into the binaries of extremes, you know, mm-hmm. where you have to be a hundred percent, you know, you got to be a profitable company. You got to be purposeful and they can't coexist. No, I mean, there, you could make those exist and that's really where magic happens and inspires people. That's right. Yeah. And I think so much of this at the, you know, at, the, at its heart is, you know, you know, my translation of being purposeful, which leads to being authentic and going back to even at the individual level, you always talk about things that, that 
you know, you have to, as a leader, be inspired. And so if you're on purpose, you're going to be inspired. I'm going to get up every day. I'm going to do this because it's the right thing to do. It's, it's kind of like what you're talking about. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be on 20 boards, but I'm going to be on these two or three because it inspires me. And because I'm inspired, I'm going to do what's right for Dragon Army or whatever I do. But then I think most importantly for inspiring others, I think yeah. people just without yeah. even hearing or without even just being around people that are authentic, this is, it's a magnet and it draws people into it. It keeps them inspired. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things too, that like I'm interested in is, um, is as a company, if we can be one of the best in our industry and at the same time be purpose driven, you know, at the same time, if you research us and look at what we're talking about, it's mostly things that in, that are leaning into our purpose of inspiring happiness, that more and more leaders will do the same. That they, you know, I've, I've talked to a bunch of um, CEOs of companies that are growing fast that when I ask them to get involved in, in something uh, in the community, as an example, mm. their answer is, look, I'm too busy focusing on my company. When, when we sell, when I'm retired, I'll, I'll do more good, which is fine. But they could, they could be doing so much more good today, um, but they see that it's in conflict. If they're distracted for an hour on you know, a board meeting for a nonprofit, they could yeah. be selling more clients and stuff. And so I just, that's part of the influence that I want to have is, is, and it's, that's why part of the reason it's important for Dragon Army to be successful because otherwise yeah. for someone to say the opposite. So I just, that's the influence too, that I think is important. Um, and, and again, inspiring maybe leaders and corporations to find their purpose and to, to live into that more, um, things like this might help. These kind of conversations might help. And, and by the way, then I go back to, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, kind of building upon that. I always, uh, really talking about, it's important to get outside in perspectives to help fuel your own journey within your own company because you get kind of stuck inside the, the, the you know the proverbial ivory you know the the, the tower and and mm-hmm. and you're not understanding what's happening outside it's not just about also what's happening from a client perspective it's, but i think sometimes being if you engage in 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 well beyond even what your business does and be purposeful and get in some yeah. of these boards or whatever it, it, it gives you a perspective that that you would never have before and and even so, you could be doing good for a community, and also be rethinking about how you how you run your business because you're getting insights. You're starting to hear from people you normally would not hear about, and you're hearing perspectives yeah. that's so unique. So I think there's so many things that this could unlock as well, too. But um, yeah. so it's good. And by the way, this uh, you know segment was brought to you by Dragon Army. See, my mug. <laughs> Do you have your Dragon Army? Yeah, mug you know, today here, Jeff. You're using Dragon Army, and I'm not. Actually, this is the. Um, if you can see underneath, this is the Ember mug. Um, so what this does is this this oh, no. keeps your coffee warm. Oh um, man! So it sits in a little cradle and stays charged. And then when you put your coffee in, it it keeps it it keeps it warm this whole time. So yeah, I do have Dragon Army mugs around, but um, none of them keep my coffee heated, unfortunately. So do you but keep that Ember? So do you? Yeah, I know. Was just sponsoring it. Yeah, well, I'm sponsoring you through you. So so yeah, we'll see how I that know. works. <laughs> So that Ember mug, so you have it plugged in right now. So it's that the, the device. No, plugged it, in right, right now. now it's just sitting, but but when I'm not using it, it sits in a little dock and just is plugged into the wall. And then I pull it off, put the coffee and drink and then put it back. So yeah, it, it's, it, it probably for 30, 45 minutes keeps your coffee warm. Well, maybe when, you what, when you go away from it, it's unbelievable. You're like 10 minutes, my coffee's cold. What's happening? 
Well, one day we're going to have to do something on our best uh, devices or best yeah. gadgets, <laughs> or maybe it'd be a, like a you know holiday special or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> so good. Well, this is a good conversation. I know um, uh, one is I think uh, helps us kind of explore purpose in the you know from from end to end because I think it it's a word that even probably people uh, you know will. Whether they're watching or listening to this, um, on, watching on YouTube or listening on our podcast, they they will explore what that means for them because I think it's very broad. Um, how does it tra- translate to vision and strategy? How does? But most importantly, I think is you know that personal purpose and and perhaps even defining it and and that it's okay to to have it evolve as well too as you learn. So um, I think I know it's a real like the cornerstone of of you know how you live and how you, and what you what you say and and for me it's definitely continuing to be center to how we explore and how we help build and create change leaders so i think it was a great conversation on on this today yeah i love talking about purpose um maybe next time we could talk too about the connection between success and purpose which is something i'm really uh, focusing on right now given COVID's hitting every business, you know, most of every business is down because of it. But at the same time, like I look at our company and we're doing more in our community than we ever were. Yeah. And so, so are we more successful now? We're, we're doing more toward our purpose, but we're not going to hit our revenue goals. So that would be a really interesting conversation for us. to. Yeah. Have. And then just measuring success in general. Yeah. I think that'd be a really good conversation too. And there's a, you know, and this whole element of, you know, what's that balance between, you know, you know, what are the things you do? Because you could even start looking at other elements. They could be purposeful. They could even have conversations about, oh, what if we, you know, how do we draw a creative culture and how do you balance yeah. with the profit? There's so many, I think, leaders, things leaders could do to kind of find that equilibrium and balance. But, well, good. Well, um, if as you watch and listen, make sure you follow Jeff and I on our social media platforms. I know uh, this this is a topic that, um, you know, in particular, um, you'll, you'll see us have discussions from different perspectives as well, too, which I think is the beauty of it, you know, um, from uh, from Jeff growing up on the entre- entrepreneurial side and 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 now uh, now spending a ton of time on the corporate. And from my perspective, growing up on the corporate side, spending more time on entrepreneurial. And that's where Jeff and I shall meet. But it does bring some unique perspectives on, on purpose and definitions and evolutions and ones that help uh, both Jeff and I. Um, also evolve how we think as well too. So, so make sure you follow us on our on our social media platforms. Uh, make sure you subscribe uh, on your podcast and or YouTube, and preferably both. Um, and um, we'll keep having some great discussions. And thanks, thanks Jeff for another great chat this morning. Uh, this morning. Yeah, this was a good one. I appreciate it. And thanks everyone for joining. And we will see and uh, be coming at you soon.